0: if y'all have been with me y'all have seen this in the back Let me tell you something my son one day wrote a letter to God. So I kept it right there He said I wanted to put it up there and I just let him so I really need to go into prayer because you guys do not know Hi, Y'all don't know everything that it took me to make this week happen And so if you are like me and you are in the Lord Sometimes you got to fight your way through. So I just want to say a quick prayer. Lord, I thank you for allowing us to be here. I ask that you use me, make it clear for the hearers, remove all distractions, and let's just have a wonderful time. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. So today is day three of Renovate Me, Lord. And day one was amazing. We talked all things renovation time. Renovation time, what does that mean? Well, if you listen to day one, if you didn't, you can still go back. The replay is available. But day one, renovation, we went through the definitions. And renovation just means to upgrade. That's it. It's time to get some things upgraded. It is time to remove some of the old things. And y'all. Yeah, it's a whole process around renovating i don't know if you guys have ever seen a renovation done i like to watch the hg tv videos i love renovation like i want to be a renovator i really do i want to have a team all the shebang right and that's what day one was about day two was about building up the home again we went through the process what does that look like from getting the inspection from getting the insurance from um making sure that the contracts are right and getting the right contractor to do the job we went through all of that day three is going to be dedicated to drum roll please building up people building up people sometimes we can have our colors Have how big we want the home, how many bedrooms, how many bathrooms, uh, even the yard. Oh my gosh, don't get me started on the yard. Like, trying to just imagine, well, how do I want my driveway to look? Where do I want the mailbox? Right? What colors do I want for the exterior? Do I want it brick? Do I want wood? You can just get caught up in that. But can I tell you something? Something that I'm not going to say is more important than the home, but I'm going to say it's more important than the home, It's people. Why? Because a house, a building can be replaced, but those people cannot. There's only one of me, and there's only one of you. And so no matter how many kids you have, I have come in. I I have six children but each person i have one coming in now hi hi (laughs) thank you lena um no matter how many children you have we have six they can't be replaced it's all of them are different all of them are unique they all have different names even if you name all your kids the same Can I be honest? They are still different, unique. Everything about them is different. Hi. Even twins. You guys, if you have twins, or you know twins very well, you know they are different. They are unique. They can look alike. They can talk alike. They can dress alike. And it's been cases like when twins try to trick their parents, sometimes the parents be like, "Mm mm-mm, that didn't work because I know so-and-so. You know what I mean? So let's go ahead and get into today. Today, again, it's about people. And what came to my mind was edification. Edification. To edify. So let's go ahead and define what edify means. Edify. To instruct or improve. Let me say that again. To instruct or improve someone morally or intellectually. And can I tell y'all another secret? The Word of God does both. It instructs you morally and intellectually. It's, it's so deep. It's so rich. It's so wise. It's wise. It's, God's thoughts are higher than our thoughts. We talked about that yesterday. We can't process what he says. And I'm just thinking about um, Jesus. When he was in the temple at 12 years old, they was like, who is this little kid? He, he's with the big boys. He's with the the uh, the professors. And the teachers and the doctors in the temple. But he was going toe to toe with them. At 12. That was not because he went to a college. It was because the spirit of God. Was all on his life. And he was wise. And the word teaches. That. Sorry if you hear that. The word teaches that wisdom comes from God. It comes from God. Okay. So. Edifying is providing moral or intellectual instruction. So it's all the same thing. I want to go to Romans 15, 4. And I do want to. We're talking about building up people. Building up people. And. When we get to the scriptures, you're going to see why I chose the word edification. Because that's that is God's intention for us is to edify us. Hold on. It's not it's not just a bunch of rules, do's and don'ts. No, it is deeper than that. All right. Romans 15:4 says, "For whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning, That we, through patience and comfort of the scriptures, might have hope. Oh, That is so beautiful. Let me do it one more time. For whatsoever things were written aforetime. So everything that was written before our time. Isn't that amazing? God already had it before we got here. Amen. It was written for a reason. Well, what's the reason, Sharice? The reason is for our learning. We literally just read that in edification in the definition. It is to instruct us. It's so we ain't got to be on the struggle bus. <laughs> to get off the struggle bus. It's already here for our learning. Um, what else? That we, through patience, I've written down patience, so patience is the capacity to accept or tolerate the capacity to accept or tolerate delay, trouble or suffering without getting angry or upset. I need help with my patience so bad. I told y'all for the first 2 days, how you doing? Hey, it's so good to see you. I, for the first two days, I gave y'all assignments to write down what you wanted the Lord to renovate, and then what will it look like, and then what does the scripture say. So, for example, if I have anger issues or sadness and depression issues, write it down and then parallel say, what do I want next? Like, instead of the anger... I want joy. Instead of the depression, I want peace. and go back and forth. And instead of frustration all the time, I want faith. Oh, look, I'm getting excited right now. So, when we talk about patience, it is the capacity. I want to pause on capacity. This is a one liter bottle. One liter. This is one gallon. (laughs) Capacity. You can go outside. Uh Uh-oh. You can go outside and you can fill up. Like, just let the rain. Fill it up, I don't care how long you keep these bottles outside, if you choose this one, it's always going to be less than this, capacity, unless the rain does not fill neither one up, you know what I mean? So that is true because I hear somebody saying, uh-uh, that is true. If it does not rain up to the capacity, then it can be the same no matter how large it is. That's a good point. But that's what capacity is. It's the ability to even have it. Do you have the capacity? or do you have to be stretched from your 1 liter and become bigger to the gallon? The, that is what God wants to do. That's maturity in the spirit. We all need to mature in Christ. And three things that will help maturity is prayer. Fasting for sure. And then practicing Practicing what just spending time we hear the word meditation, but sometimes we don't know what meditation is. Spending time in God's word until we remember it, until we allow it to seep. If I have to read the same verse for a hundred days in a row before that thing hits me and is embedded in me, and it has time for the seed to plant and the root to begin to hold itself in the dirt, then that is what I'm going to have to do. I'm talking to myself, you guys, before I'm talking to you. You have to allow the Word of God to take root. This is chocolate. <laughs> we was eating chocolate earlier. The babies are starting to eat. Hi. Um, But we have to allow the word of God to take root in our lives so we can mature, okay? The next thing is comfort. We are still talking about Romans 15, 4. Let me see. It says, a fourth time, the things were written for our learning, that we through patience and comfort. So I just define patience. Now let me define comfort for you. It is a state of physical ease and freedom from pain or constraint. A state of physical ease and freedom from pain or constraint. I define constraint. Constraint is a limitation or restriction. Oh, my God. A limitation or restriction. It is a stiffness of manner and inhibitation. Oh, my God. Stiff. Y'all know when you begin to age, your body gets stiff. (sighs) A stiffness or manner of inhibitation in relationship between other people. Tonight's theme is to what? It is to build up people. We should not have a stiffness between each other. We definitely should not have inhibitation. Inhibitation is hinder, restrain, or prevent an action or process. We do not want our relationships to be hindered to be restrained or prevented right now i'm specifically talking about the home between mother between child between spouse spouses husband and wife we don't want that to be hindered but because one young lady i was listening to um habits of a homemaker and she said that the real, I'm losing my thought, but basically the real, um, not legacy. Hi, Concrete Jungle Homemaking. Hi, it's so good to see you. But the real wealth is when you pass it on to your children. And it's so true because some sometimes, like when you look at society, we've been taught, especially as women, we've been taught to go after the bad. To move up in the corporate ladder. And they have been lying to women. I'm so sorry if this is any of you guys. They have lied to us and said that if we are going up, you know, in the leadership board in corporate America, everything will be fine. But here's the truth. If you have a family, your family is suffering. They're missing you. They're missing you because God gave you that position and that role to fulfill. And you're not fulfilling it. If you, if you are, for 25, 30 years, working, working up the corporate ladder, that is 25, 30 years you are not building up your homes. And I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm actually on Instagram, Cherise Antoinette. That is 25, 30 years. That that home is suffering. Yes, you need money. I would never tell you to quit your job. Absolutely not. That's not what I'm saying. But God has given us a better way. Have a stream of income. Because what's more important than this house? What's more important than the money? Because when you pass away, the money is staying. You have to build that relationship with your home first. Because I don't know anybody, after working for 30 years, when they pass away, good, follow me, send me a firm request and I'll check you out. Um, I don't know anybody who has worked for 30 years and then in their will say, I want to give my house to my boss. do, Do anybody, who does that? So what's more important, you guys, It's the people. Especially if you have children, if you have a spouse, they are more important. And so we don't want those relationships to be constrained. Absolutely. Look, DM me, okay? DM me. Um, I also looked up inhibit. Inhibit is to hinder, restrain, or prevent. Let me go to 2 Timothy 3. Oh, that's you. Okay. Yes, I am following you. How have you been? Second Timothy 3. Yeah, let me know how you've been. Cuz I took a social media break um cuz I needed I just needed to like get direction from the Lord. And so I I took a like a three-month break. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. And then I'm, I'm just coming back. And I have a baby right here. So it's, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying. Because I feel like the Lord has called me to do this. And now is the time. So 2 Timothy 3 is verse 16 and 17. All scripture is given to us by inspiration of God. And it's profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. That the man of God, this is the point I want to make. That the man of God may be perfect. Thoroughly furnished unto all good works. I do not like when people misrepresent God. When so many people are, their hearts are hard towards God. It's like, what did God do? Because when I read my word, I see that God wants to build us up. I see that God, it says, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. All he want to do is bring goodness to us. Why are we fighting him so hard? (laughs) I know, you know, sometimes we don't want to eat our vegetables. But vegetables... Yes. I'm so glad you're doing good. Are you still posting? I know sometimes we don't want to eat our vegetables, but that's what's going to bless us. That's what's going to give us the nutrients we need, the strength we need. So the word of God is our food. We got to do this if we want to be strengthened. And Okay, we're talking about people, right? Renovate me, Lord. Today is all about building up the people. Don't just hold on to this word for yourself. You have got to teach it to your children, to your husband. And I don't mean being bossy. Absolutely not. The best way, the best way to show people is by doing it. (laughs) I'm going to tell you something right now. I don't want to keep arguing, fussing, and fighting. Because that's not showing a good, godly character to my family. The best way is praying for them. Like, literally, if if somebody's having a hard time, right, throwing a tantrum, is going over there and saying, how can I pray for you? I'm I'm not going to do this with you today. We're going to pray this thing away. That's just an example, you guys. And today, my children and I, we prayed... Um, we didn't do the third prayer, did we? I don't know, but we prayed three. Okay. Are you more on YouTube then? Um, we prayed three times today because all of us is trying to seek God. And they are going to remember this as they get older. What did it look like? I'm doing good. Here's one twin right here. You say hi. Her name is Danielle, and she's eight months. The other one's in the back. He's supposed to be taking a nap, and he won't lay down. (laughs) She just woke up. Um, So, yes, we got to pass this word on because that's true legacy. That's going to build up our wealth when we're focusing on our family. Because when I leave here, I want to leave it to my children and how in the world I'm going to leave anything to them if I don't if if they don't know how to take it over it's a certain maturity you can't just have a billion dollar company that's not how it works and usually when the children who get the billion dollar company if they don't know what they're doing guess what they lose it all how do you lose a billion dollars it's ridiculous so What are we doing as wives and as mothers? We are building up our home. Literally making sure they have what they need. And I'm going to say the first thing is the word of God. We need to have a strong relationship with Christ. And then secondly, after we hear the words. Yeah, I understand. I'll talk about that in a second. Um the after you get here the word now you have to practice the word because it's going to take practice you're going to have to do it over and over and over it's almost like exercise if you will you i don't care how long you work out today you can't work out today and never work out for the rest of your life it don't work like that it's a continual practice it's something It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. And so, so is God's word. Every single day. We have to grow, mature, and let that seed take root. I'm almost out of time, you guys. I have about five more minutes. Let me go on to the the next scripture. It's 1 Peter. This is our last scripture, ladies. 1 Peter 2. And, um... As far as like if we are mompreneurs and we're trying to do any type of social media, whatever we do, even if it's not necessarily social media, if it's a blog, if it's a a book, we published a book, um, any type of product you can think about, you're going to have to consistently over and over build up your audience. And if you're having trouble, say you've been in business for three years, four years, five years, and literally it's just not working, you're going to have to seek God for direction. Because two things. One, you could be out of alignment. And then two, you need His power to push it. Because what you see anybody else do, if they're doing it for God, they're not doing it in their own strength. We're doing it with the power of the Holy Ghost. And the scripture says that some things do not move except by what? Prayer and fasting. And so when my social media, as far as um, YouTube is concerned, I went from like 60 subscribers to 2,000 in a couple weeks. It was just going up. My My videos went from 50 likes um actually like one like two likes to like 30 likes to 50 likes and then it went to 100 and then after it passed 100 it went to like thousands and my biggest video is 300,000 and so why am I saying that because I was seeking God when I decided to fast literally the next day (laughs) the next day People just came to my channel. I didn't do nothing different. And by the end of that week, one of my videos took off. If God told you to do something, you're going to have to include him in the process. And as we learned yesterday, so I encourage you guys to make sure y'all are listening to all the days. It's only a five day challenge. We're only on day three. So you have time to catch up. Yesterday we talked about that. You have to do it his way. Because it's not going to work. If you try to do it your own way. So First Peter 2. My little helper down here. Is trying to help me. Uh, turn the pages. Let's see. Do y'all have any questions before we move on to 1 Peter chapter 2? Okay, 2 through 5 says, stop, boo As newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. If so, be ye have tasted that the Lord is gracious to whom coming as unto whom a living stone disallowed indeed of men, but chosen of God and precious. You also as lively stones are built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. I picked this scripture for a number of reasons. Number one, I do have a newborn baby right here, (laughs) which I didn't plan that, guys. But the sincere milk, I I don't know if you guys are moms, but as soon as your baby come out, sometimes they are already sucking. She was, she was, she was sucking her mouth. (laughs) She desired the milk, the sincere milk. Sincere is just true. The real milk. It, think about the nastiest food you've ever tasted. Like, you just, ugh, gross. I do not want that. For me, it's like licorice. or You know, flavor. I don't like licorice. That's nasty. <laughs> um, But I'm trying to think of something else nastier than licorice. I can't think right now <laughs> what I don't like to eat. Stop it. But it's the same thing with babies. Sometimes they don't like their food. Especially when they are trying to eat for the first time. The baby food. Mm-mm. They don't want that. That's what the word says. Desire the sincere milk. Because sometimes people are misrepresenting God. And they are not being honest about Christ. And what does that do? Ugh. You don't want it. You spit it out. Mm -mm. I don't want that. I ain't going to church. Oh, those church people? Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh. They not my friends. That's fine. I'll be by myself. Because y'all crazy. It messes up your taste buds. Oh, my gosh. So the word says desire, the sincere milk of the word. Why? So you can grow. We're talking about building up people, guys. If we want our families to grow, we got to grow ourselves. Tomorrow, come back tomorrow, because tomorrow is about building us up. All right, let me keep going before I get into tomorrow. (laughs) Um, If so be ye have tasted that the Lord is gracious. I love that. Because if you really tasted God, then you know he's gracious. If you really tasted the real true gospel, it is good. So everybody who has a bad taste in their mouth, I encourage you to try God again. Try God again. I don't care what happened. You better make sure it wasn't God. It wasn't Christ. You need to come back to him. You can't leave him. If you leave him, you're leaving the goodness. Some of us are leaving God because of what other people have done. The misrepresentation. Hi, some people are leaving God, leaving the faith because of other people, what other people have done. And I'm going to tell you something. Those other people, they sleep at night. They not worried about your decision to leave Christ. They probably saying good for you. It don't mean nothing to them. But what does that do for us? If I decided to get mad at God and leave him, what does that do for my spirit? It hurts me. And we God does not want us to be hurting or separated from him. That's why he already died, right? Alright, let me move on. I have one more minute. Um, I hope y'all can hear me okay because she's talking. The last thing is to homecoming as unto a living stone, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ came as a living stone, and and disallowed indeed of men, but chosen of God and precious. So basically, Jesus Christ, and they didn't really like him. I don't know if y'all know (laughs) but the Pharisees and the Sadducees had a time with Christ they rejected him the people rejected him hey so good to see you um the people rejected Christ let me say that again the people rejected Christ so you're going to be rejected too God Christ said if they did this to a living tree what you think they're going to do to you it's going to happen. Not everybody's going to like us. That's fine. Are we doing what God told us to do? Alright? So, disallowed indeed, of men, but chosen of God. God chose you. God called you. God is the one that's going to help you get through. Remember what you were saying? Yah, existence? You were saying that It's not pushing me. It don't matter. If God called it, he's going to perform it. But I do encourage you, maybe this weekend, take one day to really seek him and ask him to help you in that area, okay? Um, The last thing, and then we're going to leave on out. The last statement was chosen of God and precious. You know, sometimes when life beats us up, when we have disappointments, when people have talked about us and mistreated us, things literally not working out, whatever the situation, we can feel some type of way. Many different feelings you can feel. You can feel unworthy. You can feel unwanted. You know, you can feel hopeless, you can feel ugly, stupid, unqualified, whatever. Well, God just said you're precious. Hey, Jamie, I'm about to get off, okay? You are precious. No matter what happened, what's happening, do not feel like a failure. You are precious in God's sight. So that means He is, if you stay with Him, going to see you through. Woo, ladies. Day, this was day three of Renovate Me Lord, and it was all about building up the people. If you're just coming on in, if you have time, go back and watch the replay. It was so good. Meet me again tomorrow at 6 p.m. EST because we are going to talk about building up the builder. And if you don't know, the builder is you. (laughs) So, what do you need to build yourself up? That is tomorrow. I'll talk to y'all later. I love you all. Be wise. Be God. Be all that God created you to be. And I'll see you in my next video. Say bye. Bye. Have a good night, ladies.